Did you know that a job offer you've been given can be rescinded if people find things about you on the internet that they don't like, that don't leave a good impression of you, that they don't think aligns well with their organisation? Did you know that that could lose you a job? There are so many stories that we can tell about this, but for now, let's talk about digital footprints so you know what's going on. Welcome to this episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast. This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Hey lovely, thank you so much for being here. This is Gina Vistrom. You are listening to the Dive Into Your Career podcast and today we are talking about digital footprints. And I have to say this has been inspired by a video that I saw on TikTok. Let me explain. So I saw a video from, which went viral of course, which is why I came across it, from a beautiful young woman who shared how she had lost what was an exciting job opportunity for her. It was one where she didn't need a load of experience. I think it paid pretty well, so $20 an hour or something like that. She had been offered the job, but when they did their due diligence, their safeguarding, their searching of potential employees on the internet, they came across her social media presence. And what they saw in terms of what she shared and how she presented herself and her humor and all of that sort of stuff, they didn't like. They felt like it didn't align with what it is that I guess they're trying to portray. And the job offer was then taken away. It was rescinded. They said, actually, we're not going to be offering you this job. Now, this is me paraphrasing, so please forgive me if... Uh, I'm not telling the story properly. Actually, if you head over to my TikTok, which is your career in future, I've actually reposted from this young woman. So you'll get a chance to see it, I guess, in her own words. But ultimately, I'm reading between the lines. And the reason why I'm doing this is because our digital footprints are so important, my lovely. They are so important. In this day and age, when it comes to your career and your career prospects and what you might want to do, what people can find about you on the internet can play a really big part in things. And, you know, up until fairly recently, I was thinking more in a sort of corporate sector, right? Like if you want to work in banking or law or even journalism, whatever it might be, that within these organizations that have fairly detailed recruitment processes where, you know, you've got five rounds of interviews and all of that. I've always known that in those sorts of organizations, they can really do some digging if they want to or if it's an official part of their recruitment process and decide how it is that they feel about their candidates that they are selecting. What I have come to realize very recently, actually courtesy of a brilliant HR colleague of mine, 
is that even in schools which have less complicated recruitment processes, obviously very robust, right? These are robust recruitment processes because anybody who works in a school is working around children and safeguarding is our highest priority. So it's not that those aren't robust, it's just that they don't have those kind of, you know, five to seven plus layers of interviews and assessment centers and all of those things which you see in a corporate environment more. However, even this process which has less layers, I have been learning about how due to safeguarding and due to safer recruitment and all of these sorts of processes when it comes to human resources, there are certain online platforms that will be checked as a result of applying for a job and if you've gotten to the stage of either being shortlisted or when you're on the cusp of being offered the job, these are some of the checks that will take place. So by giving you these examples, really what I'm sharing, my lovely, is that no matter what industry you are planning to go into, no matter whether you are applying for a part-time job or you are a mid-career professional who is looking for your next promotion, increasingly your online presence plays a part in your success in getting a role. Now, I am not telling you this for you to either panic or for you to think, oh, well, thanks, Gina, that means I can't be myself online. No, not at all, right? Not at all. Now, where I can see somebody's self being problematic online when it comes to a recruitment process is if they are somebody who is racist or xenophobic or transphobic or homophobic or any of these things which are not inclusive. Now, those of us from quote unquote marginalized groups do realize that in practice, there is a lot of that sentiment out in the world, right? You only have to go into the comment section of any media outlet and you know that we are not inhabiting in a world which is as inclusive, certainly as I would like it to be, cards on the table, that is very much how I feel about it. But certainly, even within organizations, regardless of how it is that individuals might feel, more often than not, the intention is to be portraying that they are inclusive. So again, as a result, if your real self is somebody who is not inclusive in some capacity and you put that out on the internet, chances are that is going to jeopardize your chance of being hired. Unless you are, you know, looking to work in an organization that is particularly right-wing or particularly xenophobic or anything like that, in which case it might get you in the door of where you want to go. Who knows, right? But I want you to know that whether intentional or not, there are things that can be found out about you online. So in a minute, I'm going to be talking about four different types of digital footprint, right? So that's one of the things that I want to share with you. I'd like to share four different types. And also, actually, in case I haven't been as clear as I wanted to, because it's funny, I'm so passionate about this topic, so I've gone into all of these stories. So I hope that you're still with me. But let me breathe for a second and bring it back to some clear definitions, right? So what is a digital footprint? 
your digital footprint refers to the trail of data in relation to you when you are using the internet. It's also been described as a unique set of traceable digital activities, actions, contributions, and your communications, right? So that is what a digital footprint is. That is what we are talking about. It is ultimately, as I hope I alluded to nicely, because I know we are now like seven minutes into this, but it is really about what people can find out about you online. That, that is your very simple definition of a digital footprint. Now, I can tell you about the four different types. So one is passive. It is not the user's intention. It is not your intention that this is found online, but this does form part of your digital footprint. Two is active. The information that an individual knowingly shares with the public or with contacts, right? So that can be, you know, some of the things that I'm talking about, some of the things that you might be sharing on social media or comments that you might be making under news stories or, you know, really anything that you're putting out there, any communication it is that you're sharing with intention, that is an active part of your digital footprint. Then there's also personally identifiable. So this is number three of the four different aspects of your digital footprint. That is where the information linked to, is linked to the individual's real name, right? So again, so this is quite key and maybe it doesn't sound very dissimilar to the last one, to the active one, but actually with an active one, it can be that you are putting stuff out there under a pseudonym of some kind. So, you know, not your government name, not your real name, but actually it can be traced back to you. Whereas the personally identifiable one, the, the third aspect of the digital footprint, that is with intention, with intention of things that you are putting out into the world. And number four, when it comes to digital footprint, is in relation to anonymous, anonymous data collection in some way, shape or form. Uh, this potentially relates to cookies and all of those sorts of warnings that you get when you are going onto any website. And I'm sure it comes into other things as well. So here is what I want you to know. I am not a cybersecurity expert. It might actually be quite interesting to speak to one on this show at some point, right? I will definitely be doing an increased amount of interviews in 2023 on this podcast. So do look out for that. And maybe if it's of interest, let me know if you would love to hear from a cybersecurity expert about this. But it's important that you know, even though you don't know the nuts and bolts and the ins and outs of it, that anonymous data collection does exist, right? And this might relate to the IP address on your computer. Let me not go further down a road here because I don't want to, you know, be a bearer of misinformation myself. But that really tells you where the digital footprint comes from. So I hope that has been useful. Now, what we talk about here, my lovely, what we talk about here on the Dive Into Your Career podcast on anything to do with your career and future, which is uh, my business and career coaching aspect, which supports students on their journey, well, students and graduates on their journey from education to employment and entrepreneurship in a spirit of fun and optimism, not fear and overwhelm. 
when we talk about digital footprint, what I'm really relating it to is your personal brand, right? I'm relating it to your personal brand. Now, I do have a podcast episode about personal brand. I will also be talking about this more in coming episodes. And I will do my best to find that episode and link to the show notes as well. So uh, I should be able to link to uh, my episode, which introduces the concept of personal brand. But that's really what I'm talking about in terms of what is in our control when it comes to our digital footprint. This is the personal, personally identifiable aspect of your digital footprint. I guess number three, this is what we are putting out there in the world with intention. This is the things that if people were, these are the things that if people were going to be looking us up, we would be happy for them to find these things about us because it is us and it is a representation of our interests. It might link directly to an area of your career interest potentially, who knows? I mean, I've sometimes talked about how I had a student uh, in the past few years who was interested in becoming a vet and she started a blog in relation to that, right? It doesn't matter if your interests change along the way. That, you know, the while things can be findable for a long time, our career is a really long journey, right? It is potentially 50 years plus. So if you have a vet blog one day and then, you know, a blog about design or something the next, that's not a problem. That is not going to adversely impact you. In fact, it really shows how you have been engaged in your career the whole time. But the things that you put out into the world don't have to be linked to a career. It might be linked to your interests. Like, what if you love dance or music or theater? What if you are interested in marketing and commenting on ads that you're seeing, whether it's online or television or anything like that? What if you are, and maybe this is more likely when it comes to interest, what if you're interested in sport? What if you are sharing stuff about the World Cup and or any other sporting events that are of particular interest to you, right? The things that we put out on the internet do not need to be directly related to the careers that we're interested in going into, but that is also an option. Now, you might get a sense of this, but I could go on about this for a while, but it's because I think it's so important. It's because I think it's so game-changing. And for you as somebody on your career journey, or maybe you're here because you support people on their career journey, I can tell you that when people take ownership of their personal brand, when you are sharing things with intention And deliberately, even if it's like a heartfelt share, a heartfelt post, you know, a heartbreak about not getting a certain job or something like that, all of these things which can be deliberately attributed to you can be beneficial for you because it can show the kind of person that you are. It might be able to show your sense of organization. It might be able to show your writing and communication ability. It might be able to show your ability to actually connect with people, right? Which is something that's a very important skill to have in the workplace. You know, ultimately relationship building, for example. So deliberate things that we are putting out in the world can have a very positive impact on our career, even if it's not something which seems to be obviously aligned. And this is what I wanted to share when it comes to digital footprint. This is what I wanted to share when I saw that uh, gorgeous young woman 
on um, TikTok. And by the way, when I say gorgeous, I don't particularly mean it about looks, although maybe I am uh, slipping into that. I, I guess I mean when I get a sense of people <laughs> and, and either their vibe or their character and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, it was seeing that and it's knowing all of the things that I know about digital footprints. It's about articles that I've read over the years where, you know, people who were given the opportunity to go into Harvard, Harvard, right? One of the best universities in the world. They had been offered the opportunity to go to Harvard, but they decided to uh, to create stuff online. I can't remember what it was. It might have even been Facebook at the time but where they were being racist towards people and where they were being intolerant. And that was found by the organization. And then as a result, they didn't get to go to that university that otherwise they probably very well would have earned their place. But what they showed of themselves online meant that it then wasn't within the interest of the organization to have them attend the institution, right? If you know these things in advance, Organizations really should not be giving people who might be harmful to others an opportunity to be part of their organization. Ideally, that should not be happening. So that is what I'm saying about digital footprint for now. And really a last story that I will share with you if it actually, no, two more things, two more things. Let me give you one thing to take away as, okay, Gina, I get this. So. What is an immediate thing that I can do about my digital footprint? Like I've listened for 17, 18 minutes, I'm on board. What can I do? So let me not leave you hanging in that way. As I said, I do have an episode about personal brand for you to check out. But one thing that you can do is create and or enhance your LinkedIn profile. That is gonna be my top tip. That is gonna be my easy tip. That is something for you regardless of whether you are an introvert, an extrovert, a future scientist, a future medic, a future film director, right? This is a place for you. It doesn't matter what it is that you are into. LinkedIn is a really great place to start with your personal brand and your intentional digital footprint because at the time of recording, they have approximately 875 million users. Now, obviously some of these will be really passive, some of these will be really active, but what it means in terms of algorithms and what we find when you search somebody's name and you just put it into Google or any other search engine, unless they are really famous or well-known for something else, chances are the first thing that's going to come up is a LinkedIn profile because it is such a well-used platform. Now, again, we will be talking more about LinkedIn uh, in future episodes, and you just need to search, my lovely. We have 85 other episodes at this point, and at least two of them are about networking and LinkedIn, so you can also check that out a little bit more. But I wanted to mention that here and now, because whoever you are, however it is that you are engaged in your career or otherwise or whatever, LinkedIn and creating a solid profile is my top tip in terms of your active management of your digital footprint and your personal brand, right? So I hope that that was useful. Now, another thing that I talk about more is also creating content online. It might be short form like TikTok, but actually long form like podcasts, YouTube, blogs. These are things that can be really beneficial. Again, we will be talking about it more. 
you might be really excited about this or you might be terrified at the idea, right? So this is something I am looking to actually actively help people with this um, in the coming months. So if you like the idea and you get it, but you think I would love accountability, Gina, I like what you do and I would love to work with you and I'm prepared to invest some time and a little bit of money into this, then get in touch because I will have an offer around this. But like I say, LinkedIn is the one that like it's free, no matter how in this idea or out of it you are, that is going to be my top tip in terms of how people can find good things about you that you are putting out there on the internet. That is my top tip. Okay, my final thought for now, because it's kind of topical, is in relation to Harry and Meghan. <laughs> you might not have seen that coming, but actually it's really relevant to this topic. It is really relevant to Digital Footprint. It is really relevant to personal brand. And so I am going to share this with you, regardless of whether you are somebody that has patience and or interest in the couple. Again, in full disclosure, I absolutely have patience and interest in the couple. And uh, at the time of recording, they have very recently, uh, or Netflix, I should say, has very recently released the six-part limited series where they are telling their own story in their own words, in the way that one might in a memoir, right? Which actually Prince Harry is also having published, I think, uh, within the next couple of months. So the, I, I, I'm not here to get into a debate about it and who else should have contributed and is it fair and is it balanced and it is, what, is it whatever? Because here is the thing, what we are saying is own story in own words. This relates to your digital footprint and your personal brand, right? Because there are other there are other impacts, but when it comes to what it is that you are doing, it is about your own story in your own words or the things that are interesting to you in your own words, right? And it's one of the many reasons why I actually wholeheartedly celebrate that this couple has done an interview with Oprah and they have put out their own limited docu-series because as much as people who don't like them or don't have patience for them say that, you know, they talk all the time and they wanted privacy and all of that, you know, my understanding was always that it wasn't a case of wanting privacy and that we don't want anybody to know anything about us, right? They actually genuinely wanted to keep doing work for the Queen and the Commonwealth and all of those sorts of things. What they didn't want, to my understanding, was purely to be speaking to people on the royal rota of journalists, right? And to not have control over who they speak to, and to not have control about what they shared about their family, and to not have control about what they shared about their causes and all of that stuff. That was always my understanding of what was wanted. Now, even if that wasn't the case, you know, we're humans, we're entitled to change our minds. But I'm mentioning this in relation to Digital Footprint, and I'm mentioning this in relation to, um, to our personal brand, because through this couple having their own production company, right, their Archwell production company, and now having put out two things at the time of recording, so one, the Oprah interview, so that was speaking to a person that they wanted to speak to, and the docu-series being, hopefully, with a, a filming team that they trusted 
to put out their story, their side of things. It means that when you look them up on the internet now, it isn't just the daily fail and these intolerant, intolerant people that write some of these articles, you know, sharing stuff about them which is wholeheartedly negative. Now, all of that stuff still exists. All of that stuff is still on the internet. That stuff hasn't been wiped out. But if you were to look them up today, as opposed to looking them up three months ago, there is a lot of other content on there which relates to their own story in their own words. Now, of course, you also have journalists and commenters and people that are saying really horrible things about their own story in their own words. We're not in control of what other people say about us, but we are in control of what we say and what we do ourselves. And that, my friend, relates to your personal brand and it relates to the personally identifiable aspect of your digital footprint. You with me? You see why I've gone down that road? All right, my lovely, thank you so much for being here today. This has been another episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast. There is so much more to come. So if you like what you've heard, please do be sure to, one, spread the word, share it with a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. Two, make sure that you subscribe. If you subscribe, you will be the first to know when there is a new episode available. And then three, I will be doing so much more uh, in coming months when it comes to releasing my website, getting active with the newsletter and all of that. So do stay tuned. But the best way to sort of really keep connected now with anything that I am intentionally putting online is really via TikTok and via LinkedIn. So TikTok is your career and future and LinkedIn, unsurprisingly, is my name, Gina Visram. So I absolutely walk the talk in terms of what it is that I share with you. That is it for now. Take care. Be safe. Uh, If you are listening in real time, have a lovely festive season. And if you are not listening in real time and you're listening to this on the replay at another time of the year, then have a lovely week with whatever it is that you're doing. Take care, my lovely. Look forward to catching up soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.